This is Wes Beach of the Plasmatics, and when I want to check out all things KISS, I listen to Tom and Zeus on the Shout It Out Loudcast. That's right. We're back with another episode of Dorm Damage, the show where anything and everything is on the table and the table gets smashed this week. Back with one of our favorite recurring themes, and this time we're tackling the 80s. But what kind of 80s are we tackling this time, Zeus? Yeah, so we have a a recurring thing where we're taking three bands from a certain era, and we want to see who's really take their top heavy songs, their top three songs from each, and then rank them, and then compare the three bands against each other. So Mm -hmm. we did the 60s, we've done the 70s, and now we're on to the 80s. And on the 80s, we're doing the L.A. hair metal scene. So we're doing Dawkins, Motley Crue, Rat. Yeah, we had to split up the 80s into a couple different categories because there's too many bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so these three kind of of similar. Uh, last time we did like Aerosmith, Bad Company, ACDC. Mm-hmm. Before that, we did The Doors, Creedence Clearwater Revival, and The Rolling Stones for the 60s. Mm-hmm. Now, just so you know, before we get all the, oh, they had songs released in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> We're saying these bands are primarily known and started their career or are kind of categorized as this type of band so these three had their heydays in the 80s the hair mm-hmm. metal days so we're going Dawkins, motley crew and rat and uh yeah this is tough so we each gonna name three our three songs that we would put up in order for each one of these bands i'll start this one off tom so hold we're- on before you st- before you start i just want to explain my, my my it's my personal private business my self-imposed rule here on this. I'm not saying that you had to do this or we I had to do this, but he loves to do these self-imposed rules. But I'll tell you why, because I'm so OCD, there's too much to pick from these bands. So what I did was I, I forced myself for each band to pick one song per album. That's what I did. Because if not, okay. Motley Crue, I, because if because Motley Crue would have been three songs from the same album, Rat would have been three songs from the same album, and Dawkins probably would have been two or three songs from the same album. So I said, to kind of spread it out and open the discussion, I said, no, I'm going to do one song per album. I would, I guess my only self-imposed rule for this, Tom, would be, obviously, don't take three songs from one album. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, of course. Okay. Go ahead. If, I, if there's two songs on an album, I'm going to do it. Go so for it. I'm not going to go by which song is my favorite. I'm not ranking these, but I'm going to take the three top songs. Okay. When you go to Dawkins, more so than Don's vocals is just George Lynch. Yep. We've done uh, a few different things where George Lynch has made appearance 
as one of like whether it be solos, whether it be favorite guitarist. George Lynch is, I think, the quintessential 80s hairband guitarist. He can do it all. He has m- melodies, uh, the solos, the riffs. He's got it all. Well, and when we talk about solos, I've always listed this, and I think it's the probably, I don't know if there's a better solo in the 80s, and that is Dawkins' Tooth and Nail. It's kind of like fast Dawkins. Wow, the tr- the title track, okay. Yeah, but uh, the regular song is okay. I like it. Yep. But once he gets into that solo, it's just, it's, a, it's like a fucking symphony of yeah. a solo. It is so melodic, so awesome. Speed, melody, everything, you name it. Tooth and Nail would be my first pick. For uh, Dawkins. Nice. Yeah, that, that's the era of Dawkins, I think, when, when they were doing, like, when people thought they were, like, like heavy metal. Before they became, like, super glammy. You know, not that they ever became glammy, but, but before they became, like, real melodic and polished. They, was, they were, like, it was, like, like you said, fast Dawkins, like, aggressive Dawkins. So, before Metallica and speed metal was a thing that I knew of. Yeah. I remember what you're, exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Dawkins was the last of these bands that I knew because I thought Dawkins was like a, this heavy thing. Yep. I remember hearing about them, but thinking like, oh, they're not like Rat and Bon Jovi. They're, these guys are really. And then I saw Guitar Magazine had uh, In My Dreams as the number one solo of the year. And I'm like, oh, it can't be that bad then. And then I saw the video and I was like, holy Christ. No, yep. that is not number two for me. Number two, though, I'm going to go, not because you said this, but I'm going to pick a song from this album. And that is the opening track off of Under Lock and Key, and that is Unchain the Night. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about just a kick-ass opener? Mm-hmm. And you got that, like, the bell ringing in the beginning, din, 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 the little guitar, and then... Din, 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 super, din, super din, melodic. Din, din, din. Oh, my God. One of my favorite Dawkins riffs. Oh, my God. Yep. He, he is, and then Don does a great job. I, like, he's a very good singer. Yeah. Compared to singers now, he'd be fucking top of the charts. But back then... He was in the middle of the pack, but he had a good voice. To me, at that, at that, at that time, for me, he was very Joe Lynn Turner ish. For me, very like it wasn't like a, a he he didn't have an aggressive vocal, but he had like kind of like a like a a melodic like like soft vocal, but he could raise his voice and scream when he needed to. Yeah, like a like a pleasant voice. That's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Like, a, like, a, like an right. easy listening without being like Gordon Lightfoot. Yeah, just like, right. Joe, like 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 Joe Lynn Turner. Like, like I think like, Turner has this sweetness in his voice. Yeah, I think Turner's a step above. He just oh, makes I do too. Songs that yeah. are just like decent, mm-hmm. like melodic, just by even better because of his voice. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go with Unchained the Night, and the solo was just like it's a George Lynn solo. Mm-hmm. All right, and then third is the only track in the history of uh, ARC to be named. Number one, not by three, which is a rarity, only been done two other times, but by four of us named this number one. And that's Kiss of Death. Mm-hmm. The, it's got two different riffs. One's better than the other. Mm-hmm. The opening riff and then the 
in the with the verses coming, whatever that pitch he's doing, that harmonic pitch, whatever he's fucking doing, it is just crazy. Mm-hmm. It is such a kick in the ass opener. Yep, kiss of death. I, I, I just I can't say enough. Uh, I, the only thing I was thinking is heaven sent because of the solo. I was yes. thinking about putting in there. There's a couple other tracks that I love back for the attack. I think it's one of our best ARC things. And then the other one is the uh, title track to the debut break in the change. would probably mm-hmm. be another one I'd, mm-hmm. I, I'd consider, but that's my doc. And what about you? All right. I'll save some of my comments because there may or may not be some uh, crossover there, but my doc. And so from, from tooth and nail, I actually went with like, with, with a deep cut. And it's funny because it's not a, it's not an upbeat, shred tune you know like tooth and nail or even kiss of death or anything but it's like it's got like a little bit of a swagger to it off a tooth and nail i went with bullets to spare i've always loved that song it's got like like the chorus yeah i do too i like any kind of like gang vocal chorus and then just like the balls of the verses and everything it's a really cool song and it's a song you don't hear that often so bullets to spare and then sorry folks sorry zeus I got unchained the night and kiss of death and, and, we, and we didn't even, we didn't even talk. Neither one of us talked to each yeah. other about these. It's it, unchained. The night is overall my all-time favorite Dawkins song. Kiss of death is probably right there for my all-time favorite Dawkins song. And I don't want to get clever and be like, Oh, I'm going to pick this. Those Zeus and I don't talk to each other. When we make these nope. lists. Nope. So I went with unchained the night and kiss of death myself. The only thing I'm thinking is the kiss of death. Not only the vocals, the guitar is just what off the planet. Yeah, but even the lyrics. Yes, it's a smart written song about yes a, a very fucking thing of that era. AIDS, AIDS, yep. AIDS. <laughs> you tell me, fire <laughs> Are you having any burning sensation when you? No, 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 this no, no. You got a burning sensation when you urinate? Uh, no, fire shoot up my dick. <laughs> Mr. Johnson, you have AIDS. 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 <laughs> I will leave it at that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. All right. Let's move to number two. And that is Rat. Now, who didn't fucking listen to Rat in the 80s? Seriously. Yep. Yep. They were just consistent platinum album after platinum album. And uh, I, 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 for me, Warren D. Martini is just. A step below um George Lynch. Gorgeous solos, great riffs, cool looking guitar player. I, I like him a lot and uh very underrated. Very yep. underrated. Yep. All right. So this one is tough because I can literally put on any song from Out of the Cellar. Yep. And I didn't want to just do that. But I'm gonna go off the chart with number one. And number one for me is from one of the cheesiest, worst 80s movie. Oh, no. I'm going with Nobody Rides for Free. Oh, dude. First of all, how dare you besmirch Point Break? (laughs) Fucking fantastic movie. Awesome song. Uh, I think Megan Rapinoe. Was the love interest for Keanu oh. Reeves in that? <laughs> I I actually Lord, like Lori Petty, but she looks like Megan. She looks she yeah she looked like whatever that you know, broad's like name a, is. 
like a little boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little boy. Um, I love that movie. I've always loved that, that movie. I always get a kick out of is they try to make fucking what's his name with the big teeth? What's his name there? Who Gary um, Busey? <laughs> Greek. Gary oh, yeah. Busey yeah. is the least Greek looking man I've ever seen with his Nordic features, <laughs> blondish reddish hair, and huge teeth. Yeah. His name was Pappas. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh, God. But Nobody Rides for Free. It's such a kick-ass song, man. I love the intro. I love how it. Fa- I love how it yeah. fades in. Yeah, yeah, so good. With that din, 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 and then that yep. guitar. Bing, I'm telling you, Warren has this great way of holding notes, like George Lynch does. Fantastic. All right. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. Number two, I'm going to take probably, I I know this is tough, I'm not going to take the, the the fucking one that everybody expects everyone to take. No, I'm not either. I'm not touching it. I'm going to go with the best solo probably in Rat's discography. Oh, I'm going to go with the opening song off of fucking Out of the Cellar, and that's Wanted Man. Yep. Okay. That song is so badass. Yep. And that guitar solo is fucking off the charts. Yep. Off the charts. You could, like you said, you could just 
I mean, fucking out of the cell. You just be the whole freaking list. Jesus Christ. I mean, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mike. Let's get it. Oh, Jesus Christ. You got, you got, you should know by now. Just sitting there. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, Mike. I'm not picking up. I'm not picking. Got me on the line. Hello. Uh, hello, Clarice. <laughs> I'm going to take a song that's a little off the beaten path. Ooh. But it's one of my favorite rat songs. Okay. It's got such a kick-ass guitar and Stephen Piercy. I just love his sleazy vocals. Yep. And that is the opening track off of Dancing Undercover, Dance. Mm. Indeed. Yep. Favorite of their like singles that they put out. Yes. I love that song. The it's guitar awesome. on it is fantastic. Yep. yep. And it's just a deep cut. And now, mind you, I could take um, You're in Love. I could have taken some of the songs. I love Top Secret from Detonator. Yep. Uh, I know. Shame, How did you, shame, shame. You, you didn't take anything from one of your favorite because rat I like albums. All, I like all those songs. Yeah. I think it's a consistently, I like the album. Yeah. It doesn't have that one song above me. But right. I see, I right. can listen to rat albums. I love their whole albums. Yeah, and we can have this whole rat versus crew and yep. talking debate because it's just amazing. All of those albums in the the era, and but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with three a little bit different. Nobody rides okay. for free. Wanted man and dance. Okay, awesome. Uh, yeah, I I, I easily could have just thrown a dart at out of the cellar, and that would have been my top three. But easily yeah. for me, my all time favorite rat song. Um. Again, it's a deep cut. It's probably favorite because I you don't hear it all the time. You I hear it when you want to hear it, and uh, and that's in your direction. Yeah, off of out of a cellar. I just love how it, you have the verses do one thing, the chorus does another, and it's just ah, just that whole album is just flawless. Um, and then off of invasion of your privacy, no, no big surprise. The big hit, one of one of Warren's most incredible killer riffs, is just lay it down. Just that the, the opening of that song, it just it's just sleaze personified yep. with Stephen Piercy. Uh and number three, again, we didn't talk. Number three for me, dance. Really? Fucking, fucking love it. Lo- I, I was love- wondering why you were so quiet. Yeah, I lo- I love the the chorus is all right. It's it's kind of a little corny dance. You got a hair metal band singing dance to it, but those verses, those verses are so slip and awesome. slide, take a ride. Yeah. You oh, you want the best of both. And, and then the guitar the, now. And then you got the drums going Oh, it's fucking ah, it's so good. Ooh, Bobby Blotzer, <laughs> uh, a party of two, uh, mm-hmm. reservation for Blotzer. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mister Mick Wild, fucking whatever his name Brown took. Wild <laughs> Mick Brown took that spot, sir. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the final band, which, uh, wow. I mean, it's just punch in the mouth after punch in the mouth. I can't, this is so difficult. Motley Crue. Wow. Now, again, I don't want to go with everybody's going to fucking, you know, oh, everybody loves this and they're that. But sometimes the songs that you like, they're popular because they're, they're that good. Right. So you can't go away from, without a doubt, and probably one of the Mount Rushmore hair metal songs of all time, and I can't get enough of it, and I still love it to this day, is Home Sweet Home. It's just a gorgeous yep. song. I can't, yep. you, you can't deny it. Okay. 
All right. So then I'm going to take a riff that just doesn't quit. And that's looks that kill. You just, mm, oh boy. Yep. You, you, you can't, you can't, yep. Uh, skip out on that. Then this is where it gets hard because yes. I don't want to go with the same fucking thing. So do I go mid tempo or do I go badass? I don't know. Flip a coin. I don't know. The, whatever you pick, I'm sure it's going to be awesome because it's, well, I, I shouldn't say it. It might not be. When I first heard this and uh, we were in high school, if this wasn't on your fucking school bus ride or warm up music, yep. Kickstart my heart was just. Oh, wow. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. Okay. Yeah. It was just. Okay. A step above any fucking pump you up songs from yep. the 80s. Yep. That wasn't fucking Back in Black or Zeppelin or. Yep. Okay. Kicks out my heart. And nice. yeah. And then for me, I would have, I contemplated what I was going to compete against was I really like don't go away mad. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, tough to pick these. I mean, we love all the shit. Nothing from girls, girls, girls. Uh, but you don't want to take dancing on glass. <laughs> I actually don't mind that <laughs> five years dead where he says that 15 <laughs> fucking times. And I certainly wasn't taking jailhouse rock. Oh God. No, oh. but I was also thinking of like helter skelter, knock them dead. 10 seconds yep. of love. Um, you know, things like that. And the Dr. Feel good itself. I can't believe. Well, we'll wait until we'll wait until I do my list. Go ahead. All right, so for for me, number one, easy, one of my all-time favorite songs in the history of music. Still love it to this day. Comes on, I don't get sick of it, I don't skip it, and that's Looks Then Kill. Just the fucking flawless song. Just one of the great songs ever made. The clock um, strikes midnight. It's, yeah, it's just incredible. And I cannot believe, I mean, maybe you don't like this album, but I was very surprised. You didn't pick anything off of Too Fast for Love. I was surprised nope. by that. I um, like the I, album. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I went with uh piece of your action. Fucking yeah. incredible. What probably my favorite song off the album, the solo, the rawness of that album, especially that the song. whole album is very raw. I yeah, think the, very. the songs are, you can tell by a band that's okay. Get the verse. Okay. Let's get to the chorus. Let's yeah. get to this. Uh, yeah. And it was exactly. just heavy and raw, yep. but yep. Yeah. I love it. Um, And then for me, I know I'm going to take a beating from you and probably from the listeners. And I don't care. I wave the flag for theater of pain. I cool. love that album. And one of my favorite songs I always think of our friend Jimmy. You know I love you know I love it. Oh no, no. Uh, oh, I am picking <laughs> tonight we need a lover. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> yes, song, I am. Yes, I am. Horrendous. <laughs> Honey dripping from tonight. her pot. Come on, baby. Oh. We need a lover to Oh. I Keep your that. eye on the money. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. Louder than hell. That was their ripoff of I Love It Is Loud. Is that when he oh. was wearing white pants and like yes, pink polka dot yes. fucking women's undies over them? Yes, that was the super glam Motley crew. They were like, we were oh. too demonic for we were too demonic for Shout at the Devil. Let's get glammy for Theater of Pain. I love oh. that album. Oh, I know. I love Fuck it. I love it. Yuck. All right, Tom. This comes. Yuck. Uh, Yuck. This comes the hard part. All right. Fuck you. Compare these throngs, these three songs with something else. I don't know. Okay, so at any given time, I could listen to these three songs from these three bands, and I'd be like, "This is awesome." 
So to me, it's like 1A, 1B, 1C. This is not like some of the other, when we did the 60s and 70s, and there was like a clear, like, so I guess it depends on the mood. But the the tiebreaker for me is just how incredibly great one of these songs is that's going to lead it to the the top. But uh, coming in at number three is going to be Dawkin. Okay. And that's no slight against Dawkin, because, again, I love him. Coming in at number two for me is Rat. And Molly Crew is number one just because of the strength of Looks to Kill. Like any any list that has Looks to Kill on it for me is always going to be number one because it's one of my all time favorite you. songs of any genre. And I'll be honest, I'm not a huge. The first half of their discography to me is where I go to. Uh, Too fast for love. Shout at the devil. Theater. Of Pain. I mean, you don't listen to Generation Swine. Uh, what are you talking about? It's fucking greatest fucking Molly Crew oh, album. Ever. John Karabi, Molly yeah. Crew. Oh. Best, yeah. Yeah, or, or or the self-titled Motley Crue album. It's best Motley Crue album. All right, whatever. No, I don't care. I, I thought Girls, Girls, Girls was all right. I thought Dr. Feelgood was all right. There's a couple good songs, but those first three albums, to me, that's where I go to. So I'm going to do Dawkin 3, Rat 2, Crew number one. Dr. Feelgood is probably their, may, could be their best album. I fucking love it. Okay. Now, the funny Except- thing is, now, the funny thing is, real quick, but to me, I think... This is we talk about this on like ARC and even when we do Kiss. So like we're talking about these three bands, these three songs. If you were asking me to rank these three bands, like whose album, whose discography would I want to put on shuffle? Like the entire discography, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't. I would not have Motley Crue number one. I would not have them number one. Yeah. So I would. Okay. It's funny you say that. To be honest, my rankings might be reverse. I might have Doc in number one. So I'll, I'll answer all that after I yeah. give you my list. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I got nine songs, three different bands. The best song by far on all these things is Home Sweet Home. Wow. So okay. if I was using your way of analyzing this, I'd put Crew as one, but I'm putting okay. them at number three. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and reason being is I love Kickstart My Heart, but it's got a lot of fatigue on me. And yep. I had a hard time coming up with their third song is so much less than other ones that I have the next. Okay. I see. I think rat is maybe the most consistently good, Ooh. but they don't have for me that is, but they have some, uh, uh, maybe the most great songs, but like diamond type songs, like Mount Rushmore type songs. I don't know. Um, I'm putting them at number two. Number one is docking. Okay, Those I think three you, songs I can't really touch from anybody. See, that's um, the thing. It's when you talk about these bands, I think Rat may have more five star songs, maybe, but in terms of across the board, consistent, like what, like I said, what band do I want to, what band's discography do I want to put on shuffle? It's probably going to be Dawkins for me. Cause just because oh, Rat. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, no, that's okay. But yeah. I just think for me, I think tooth and nail, lock and key, and 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 back for the attack are just like almost flawless albums, and I don't think the other bands can do that. I think Rat out of the cellar is flawless. Invasion of Your Privacy is very good, and then after that, there's kind of a like a steady decline for me. And the same with Crew. Yeah, so I, it's hard to describe. So yeah. uh, when you look at the album albums, I would put Doctor Feelgood, Shout at the Devil. Yep. Then I would take from Dawkin, I would take, you know, uh, back for the attack and obviously uh, under lock and key. For Rat, though, I would take 
uh, out of the cellar uh, invasion, I would take detonator. Um, I mean, I wouldn't put dancing undercover or reach for the sky really up there. No, no. But I would take three versus two, maybe from the other ones. And uh, tooth and nail, I'm breaking for cha- breaking the changes. Yeah, it's not great. That's not great. Motley Crue's debut is good, but it's kind of uh, how can I say? For me, it's a little raw. Yeah. Um, not the songs aren't good. The band and the music is pretty decent, but it's eh. and. There's some horrible music in between theater pain and girls, girls, girls. Yes, there. Yes, um, there is. So consistently overall, I would say rat like, and here's the thing about it. The most I could take shout at the devil out of the cellar and back for the attack and say, those are three easily best albums of the eighties. And each oh, one no of them doubt. has an album no, like that. Th- th- I agree with that. Each, each, each of these bands to me have a five-star album. I agree. Yeah, and yep. those three would kill. So the difference is, I think Invasion would be a step above uh, Under Lock and Key and anything Ooh. from Oh no way from, from uh, Motley Crue. Yeah, I, no. I do, I do. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's it. I think it, if you're listening here to this, I think most people will. Th- we're kind of nitpicking here because these are three yeah. of our favorite bands, and their discographies all have their ups and downs. But across the board. I don't think anybody's going to complain if we got stuck, quote unquote, listening to any one of these no, bands. No, no. But even if so, if you go down three deep, I would take Tooth and Nail, the album, is the third album from Dawkins. I could take Detonate as the third album from Rat. I could take the debut as the third album from Motley Crue and yep. say those are as good as most albums in the 80s. Yep. Fucking awesome. These three bands are so tough to pick. I agree. But um, yeah, so you took Crew, rat, docking. I went docking, rat, crew. It's funny how yep. pretty consistent get, except the first one, and you could flip those. And yep. also, you could flip most of this list. They're, they're totally. just fucking phenomenal. Totally. So, all right. Well, till next time, peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com 
code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 